you come and play in the nursery. She put her arm round weeping Lottie and led her away. Keija followed, making a face at Mrs. Samuel Joseph's placket, which was undone as usual, with two long pink corset laces hanging out of it. Lottie's weeping died down as she mounted the stairs, but the sight of her at the nursery door with swollen eyes and a blob of a nose gave great satisfaction to the S.J.'s, who sat on two benches before a long table covered with American cloth and set out with immense plates of bread and dripping and two brown jugs that faintly steamed. Hello, you've been crying. Oh, your eyes have gone right in. Doesn't her nose look funny? You're all red and patchy. Lottie was quite a success. She felt it and swelled, smiling timidly. Go and sit by Zadie, ducky, said Mrs. Samuel Josephs, and Keisha, you sit at the end by Moses. Moses grinned and gave her a nip as she sat down, but she pretended not to notice. She did hate boys. Which will you have? asked Stanley, leaning across the table very politely and smiling at her. Which will you have to begin with, strawberries and cream, or bread and dripping? Strawberries and cream, please, said she. Ah! How they all laughed and beat the table with their teaspoons. Wasn't that a take-in? Wasn't it now? Didn't he fox her, good old Stan? Ma, she thought it was real. Even Mrs. Samuel Josephs, pouring out the milk and water, could not help smiling. You busted teas, Debo, the last day, she wheezed. But Keisha bit a big piece out of her bread and dripping, and then stood the piece up on her plate. With the bite out, it made a dear little sort of a gate. Pooh, she didn't care. A tear rolled down her cheek, but she wasn't crying. She couldn't have cried in front of those awful Samuel Josephs. She sat with her head bent, and as the tear dripped slowly down, she caught it with a neat little whisk of her tongue and ate it before any of them had seen. 2. After tea, Keisha wandered back to their own house. Slowly she walked up the back steps and through the scullery into the kitchen. Nothing was left in it but a lump of gritty yellow soap in one corner of the kitchen window sill and a piece of flannel stained with a blue bag in another. The fireplace was choked up with rubbish. She poked among it but found nothing except a hair tidy with a heart painted on it that had belonged to the servant girl. Even that she left lying, and she trailed through the narrow passage into the drawing room. The Venetian blind was pulled down, but not drawn close. Long pencil rays of sunlight shone through, and the wavy shadow of a bush outside danced on the gold lines. Now it was still. Now it began to flutter again, and now it came almost as far as her feet. Zoom, zoom! A blue bottle knocked against the ceiling. The carpet tacks had little bits of red fluff sticking to them. The dining room window had a square of coloured glass at each corner. One was blue and one was yellow. Keisha bent down to have one more look at a blue lawn with blue arum lilies growing at the gate and then at a yellow lawn with yellow lilies and a yellow fence. As she looked, a little Chinese Lottie came out to the lawn and began to dust the tables and chairs with a corner of her pinafore. Was that really Lottie? Keisha was not quite sure until she had looked through the ordinary window. Upstairs in her father's and mother's room she found a pillbox, black and shiny outside and red in, 
holding a blob of cotton wool. I could keep a bird's egg in that, she decided. In a servant girl's room there was a stay button stuck in a crack of the floor, and in another crack some beads and a long needle. She knew there was nothing in her grandmother's room. She had watched her pack. She went over to the window and leaned against it, pressing her hands against the pane. Keisha liked to stand so before the window. She liked the feeling of the cold shining glass against her hot palms, and she liked to watch the funny white tops that came on her fingers when she pressed them hard against the pane. As she stood there, the day flickered out and dark came. With the dark crept the wind, snuffling and howling. The windows of the empty house shook. A creaking came from the walls and floors. A piece of loose iron on the roof banged forlornly. Keisha was suddenly quite...